0: are now tuned in to the True Say podcast, unpacking age-old questions and concepts we reflexively ignore. In this podcast, we're going to revisit topics to help make the critical connection you may have overlooked. Think Quentin Tarantino meets 60 Minutes, where we start at the end and finish at the beginning. Except in this podcast, we only need 43. I am your host, True Say. Join me as I provide you with a modern perspective. Let's get started. Actually, before we unpack today's topic, I wanted to take a quick moment to thank my sponsors at Bean Bundle, Canada's newest coffee subscription. It's been great. Ever since I stumbled on this service, I've been able to put my mocha pot to good use with beans they sent me from legitimate roasters across the country. Bean Bundle makes it so easy for people like me who are trying to find their particular roast but don't know where to start the process is super quick just visit beanbundle.com choose the amount of coffee you want on a monthly basis medium roast dark roast whatever your flavor and they ship you different beans from their latest roster of roasters on a monthly basis best part about being from the sick side is if you live in Canada they ship to you absolutely free and if you sign up using code true say 25 you'll save 25 percent off your subscription now if you've been rocking with the True Say podcast, listen for your cue to get your hot brew provided by Bean Bundle Ready, and let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, yep, yeah, as you guys have heard, that's my newest edition. I have been sponsored. <laughs> yeah, so we have that new Bean Bundle sponsor. Um, you know, check them out when you get a chance. Yeah. Um, on that note, I just want to let you know we've entered the month of March, so we have returned to the previous version of the True Say intro. Uh, we're going to go with something a bit more nostalgic, you know, kicking it back to where we all began. Um, today's edition is a bit different than the regular editions in that uh, today I decided to talk about a question that has perplexed, I want to say, civilization um, from the since the ancient Greco-Roman times, since the time Caesar implemented Taxes and money. Since the Japanese dynasty, like we've talked about in um, the third edition, incorporated currency and and legal tender, etc. You know what's the real secret to success? And I think you know almost inherently, without even knowing it, I just more or less you know defined what my definition of success is a bit reflexively, like you know having a lot of money. And I don't think I'm jumping off a cliff by saying that a large number of us attribute success success to having a large or substantial amount of money. But I was, you know, thinking to myself today, as I'm at work, as I'm doing my day-to-day tasks, and, you know, just looking at other people who are ascending in their careers, I stumbled on uh, an individual who's super young, who was recently named the TTC Commissioner, and I was astonished at how he was able to accomplish such a great feat at such a young age and then i was thinking to myself like you know as we all do and compare ourselves to our compatriots am i successful at my age if i haven't done something that was unprecedented is that how you can achieve success once you've done something that's unprecedented and then from there my mind wandered and went down the rabbit hole of okay what is success and then after that question percolated in my in my mind i thought to myself well if I know what success is and I've seen success achieved by all these people, you know, why isn't it so, why isn't the information to become successful ubiquitous? So as we all do, um, you know, as a great philosopher would say, you know, I think therefore I am. So I Google, therefore I am. I went and I Googled the question, you know, what is the secret to success? And lo and behold, of course, i i think literally maybe a thousand different um what would you call them a thousand different quotes popped up that identified what it means to be successful or what's the secret to success so you know what i'm just gonna ramble off a whole bunch of them to really reinforce the uh, the topic of today's edition and like i said give you a sense of you know it's not starting from the end and, and working our way and finishing at the beginning but um, honestly, flipping it on its head a little bit and giving you, yeah, you know, the modern day interpretation of how one can achieve success. And then maybe we can work our way backwards and see where all this came from without without really underpinning it in anything too historical. But I have a little history to kind of use, as I always do. So, you know, bear with me. But here's a few of the of the secrets that I was enlightened by on my Google search uh, this evening. So the first, the first states, the secret of success is to be ready when your opportunity comes. Now we've all heard that a million times, but let's go into the next one. The next secret of success. Uh, The secret of success in life is the persistent practice of making choices. Okay. For those of you who didn't know, uh, the secret of success is to do the common thing uncommonly well. Okay. Write that one down. Now, listen to this savant. There are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Okay? Now, the next secret. The next secret of success is focus of purpose. Now, there's more. I'm not done. another secret of success. Success seems to be connected with action. Okay? Successful people keep moving. They make mistakes, but they don't quit. So, you know, I could go on for days with all the hundreds of secrets to success that are out there. And then that begs the question, if all these secrets are common knowledge and are readily available, how in the world are they secrets? That therein lies the fallacy with the entire flipping sentiment about there being secrets to success. There's no, the real secrets to success are hidden. It has to be, because why is it that I can look online, type in what's the secret to success? I can go on YouTube, type in what do I need to do to be successful? I can go to Chapters or whatever local bookstore, Amazon, for those of you who have bought into the conglomerate. I can go on Amazon and type in books to achieve success and I would be presented with thousands of them. There are people who are advertising on every YouTube ad nowadays. Uh, They'll tell you in five courses, 30 minutes long, exactly what you need to do to be successful. There are schools who are telling you, if you go to our school for four years, study this degree, do well in these exams, you will be successful. There are vocational institutes that say, if you come to our vocational institute, take these courses, pay us your money, at the end of it all, you will be successful. Then there are pundits who reiterate and shout from the mountaintops that success is in the mind of the beholder. I mean, you know, I'm I'm mixing up mantras or mixing up statements, but you get the drift. People, only you can define what you, what success means to you, and and therein lies another cop out first and foremost you're you're given the idea that success is there's a secret to it right because there there must be a secret to it because inherently or not even inherently obviously if you observe the world around you the vast majority of people are not living a luxurious or lavish lifestyle that would purport to the idea that success is associated with a large amount of money or wealth right so because many people have attributed wealth status class, uh, luxury as the indicators of success, you can reasonably assume, or you can reasonably conclude that the vast majority of people in society are therein not successful, right? Or they haven't reached the epitome of success. So, you know, if you, what I'm, what I'm getting at is All those comments and all those statements I read off to you provided provided a secret to success from a different vantage point, which once again begs the question, how are there so many different ways of looking at success, but there's so many different ways of defining what it is. So does that mean that success as a concept really is neither here nor there? You know when you think about any formula right or an approach they're all formulaic right there's a formula to certain things let's let's take for example to become an engineer or not even let's not say that you want to become an engineer let's be a bit more um let's let's broaden it a little bit okay to become a hollywood star all right there's a formula you need to a be somebody with some kind of talent b you need to be identified by a talent scout or an agent c you need to secure a role in a hollywood or a global broadcasted production and d you need to be accepted and loved and cherished by the fans at large right that's the formula to becoming a superstar in hollywood you know i've obviously skipped a number of steps but You kind of understand what I'm getting at, right? There's the formula. And there's not very many ways, uh, like, you know, brass tacks about how to go around satisfying at least those four basic criteria. You're not going to be a Hollywood star unless the world at large loves you. Now, how you get the world at large to love you, that depends. So now coming back again to the idea of success. I mentioned to you today that I was essentially thinking that success is denoted by material possession. How many things do you have in terms of how much money do you have? How much access do you have? How much, you know, they always say material deprivation, but how able are you to go throughout life without being deprived based on your um, socioeconomic status? Let's say once the higher, the further away you get from being deprived with a lack of means, the more successful you are, right? That's kind of how I've denoted or defined what success means. But then why is it that I have all the secrets literally in front of me and for the life of me, I'm still not moving to the peak of what success really means for me. So why is it that there are so many secrets out there to success, but regardless of you knowing them or not, being able to go about executing or taking advantage of that knowledge seems to be out of your hands so it's like it's crazy to me i'm i was i'm like i'm thinking to myself how like it doesn't make any sense in that everybody can tell you exactly what you need to do to become successful not everybody but there are a number of players out there who have these answers available readily available some give it to you for free and some are saying you have to pay for my course in order to access it Some are saying you need to watch my YouTube video in order to access it. Some are providing you with those raw fundamentals and therein lies the farce. There's so many people who provide you with surface level information. The quote I provided to you is very surface level. It's so broad sweeping. It's all encompassing. Everybody can relate to it. Everybody feels capable of it. And that's why I find a problem with people saying the secret to success. Because the secret to success does exist for everybody, but I feel like there are holders of that secret. There are barriers to that secret that not all of us are able to overcome. And those barriers might be implemented by loved ones, people who we think are friends, co-workers, bosses, directors, leaders, etc. They're all there. They're all reinforced, cemented, and put in place until, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know what one needs to do in order to break through that barrier, what one needs to do in order to identify and locate how to go about capturing that scroll that's been rolled up and locked and barricaded into a treasure chest, digged and buried deep, six feet underground. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's there's these secrets to success that some people have been able to gain access to, but they never really share them, I don't feel. I feel the real secrets to success are so well hidden and so well kept that we've been led to believe that what information they're given to you is the secret to success when in essence, it's all an illusion. Everything you've been told online... I mean, I have more. I have more. Listen to this one. The roof said, aim high. The fan said, be cool. The clock said, every minute is precious. The mirror said, reflect, before you act, the window said, see the world. The calendar said, be up to date. The door said, push hard to achieve your goals. Like, beautiful. Am I right? Well, the metaphors are ironclad. There's no questioning the metaphors. There's no prodding. You can't unpack those and dismantle those. I mean, it's, it's evident. The mirror said, reflect your." before you act. The calendar said be up to date. The fan said be cool. Like all this to me is poetic, right? It's so well said, so well structured. It doesn't take a superior intellect to draw the connections there. And for that reason, I feel like once again, the whole idea that this is a secret is completely false. It's not a secret at all. All of this information is readily available. All this information is for public consumption. These aren't the secrets to success. These are the building blocks to success. These are the stepping stones you need to have in place in order to be successful. But the reality is you, for yourself, need to actively go about defining what success means to you. Then you can determine what steps to take to achieve that success. And then the journey at the end of it, If you're very reflective and if you're monitoring your progress, you will be able to pinpoint the secret sauce that went into you achieving your success. Like, I don't see why more people can't tell you that. Right. I mean, whenever you hear I I just feel like this day and age, we're all consumed with the idea we need to learn success from somebody who's done it before. Right. The idea is, you know, in order to see where you're going Well, sorry, that's a different that's a different metaphor. But the point is, if you can see somebody who's already arrived at the destination, somebody who's already blazed the trail, then you can follow in their footsteps. Right. But I mean, what if you're not wearing the same size shoes? What if your feet are much bigger than theirs? What if your gait is different? You know, what if the the trail they blazed was through a stalk of corn that were ten feet high and you're nearsighted and you can't see far? You know there's there's so many variables in and around that illusion i think people lose sight of right there's so many contextual things that go into that person's journey that impacted their ability to be successful that i just don't think are a uh, readily offered up when they're recounting their experiences and b they're not identified in their totality during this person's recount of their experiences and see they don't want to tell you those items that went into them achieving their their dream i stumbled across this other video where a motivational speaker or yeah a motivational speaker young woman was describing fear um as opposed in contrast to uh, courage right and and i think many of us at a very fundamental level kind of understand the difference between fear and bravery or, or fear and, or we see them as, you know, antonyms or antagonistic pairs, right? Fear is what stops you from doing something. Bravery is what allows you to go forward and do something. So the person was, the woman was more or less identifying that many of us allow fear to be The the main or most significant deterrent from us pursuing a goal or pursuing a challenge when, in fact, we look at that fear as a warning sign telling us not to take that chance, not to take that leap. Right. And she was essentially reorienting your thinking to say maybe fear, much like bravery, is meant to indicate that this is the direction you should go towards. Maybe it should be looked upon as a stimulus or an indicator or an alert signal saying, hey, come this way because there are greener pastures here. As long as you can see it through, right? As long as you can go forward, you'll be safe. Like, you know, use your tacit skills. Use your thinking. Don't be nearsighted or, or naive. But the reality is you're, you're afraid, but it's a good fear. You know, it's, it's butterflies. Don't let the butterflies turn you off. Embrace the butterflies. Understand where they're coming from and don't let them distract you, but let them really allow you to zero in on what it is you're pursuing in this conversation success and see it through. And I appreciated the comment. I was like, okay, that's an interesting outlook. I appreciate it. But once again, it felt very, very surface level. You know what I'm saying? Like I mentioned it a second ago. So many people relay their steps and they'll tell you you know i went to i i dug down deep i dedicated my time and my energy to my passion and then they kind of ramble over a couple of things and then they jump right into the first milestone they achieved and how they let that momentum continue and they hit another milestone and then by happenstance an opportunity came up that blew them up and they've been going well ever since Right. You hear about this from venture capitalists. You hear about this from influencers. You hear about this from entrepreneurs. Many of the time they you see them at the end of the road when they've achieved success and they impart to you, you know, kind of at a, a high level, the amount of time they put into developing their journey or, or developing their product uh, platform company mission whatever the case may be and it's kind of breezed over like you know I spent 3 years doing this and the number doesn't sound like a lot when you hear it at somebody who's already done right oh, you know I spent 3 years doing this or I spent a couple of months doing this and I did that but you you never hear about what happened before the 3 years you never hear about the time and the preparation that allowed them to be even capable of going through that three-year slog before they hit their big break. Like, I don't think it's, re- it's, it's spoken to enough. And I'm not saying that hearing more about the the hard grind is meant to deter you from pursuing your dream. I think the hard grind is meant, the reason why I think it should be reinforced is to show you what you need to be prepared for. So that when you're faced with your first challenge, when you finally reach the the incline of that steep hill, it's not coming out of nowhere. Right. And I think that is the difference for many people. There comes a point when you're pursuing your definition of success, you're pursuing your mountaintop and there's a steep incline that nobody told you to prepare for. You came up there in Yeezy's that have no traction, no you know form factor that'll allow you to walk up an incline hill. They're not built for rigorous activity. They're meant for leisure. But you thought because you had in your mind, you could walk up this hill or you could walk towards your success. You may as well put on comfy shoes, but that's not the case. So you get to that incline, start your way up, realize there's gravel and hard rocks and Roots that are you know very jagged from these trees that have been planted way you know eons ago, whatever the case may be, and you start to begin your your incline or your 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 climb up this hill, only to realize that a your legs were not built for this, b you didn't pack enough water, c it's getting colder and the oxygen gets thinner the higher you get, d your your shoes are trying to fall apart because they're not. They were not intended for this use. And you walk back down, haggard, tired, defeated, and upset that you tried something and the world acted against you. It wasn't meant for you, right? And so many people who talk about success and how they were able to tackle that mountain, how they were able to overcome, just say it like that. I overcame. I tackled that mountain. I didn't let fear get me down. And then they... You know, you're invigorated, but I feel like once again, that's an illusion. It's easy for so many people to tell you, this is the secret. That's the answer. You know, that's the answer you're looking for. But unless we're talking math, that's not the case. Math is the only school of thought, if you ask me, where there's always a right answer, right? And there's one right answer. There's no, hmm, huh, it could be this, you know, room for interpretation. Nah, it's right or it's wrong. Everything else, there's no one way to to interpret the right answer. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's a variety of answers for the same problem. There's a variety of solutions for the same problem, right? The approach can be variety, very different. But in math, I mean, the same thing for math. But the point is, math is the only thing that's black and white. With everything else, there's no binomial. It's so amorphous. It's so convoluted. It's complex, you know? And if you know you can push back on my math analogy, but I think it's pretty pretty straightforward. I think it's fair, but I think like that's where I'm trying to get to, is that when we're talking about success, we're reading through these these the, the variety of secrets. I just feel like a it's all an illusion to tell me it's a secret to success because if it was a secret, it wouldn't be readily available, and B, if it's so if if these secrets to success are so. Um, you know, so reliable, so true, then why is it that since we all know them, we're not able to actually go about and become successful? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like the same thing with a a, a good idea is only as good as a person who came up with it because you can have a great idea, but if you have no idea how to execute, the idea is more or less useless to you. There are, you know, there are good ideas by the trillions, but only so many people have the skill set, have the motivation, have the know-how to actually put that idea into practice. And I think it's the exact same thing. Like, I could take the information I presented. Many of you listening to this podcast, although a few right now, but I hope it grows, will see that this edition of the podcast talks about a variety of success-oriented statements. And I mean, you can take that information today, you can feel invigorated at the end of the edition, but then do nothing with it, you know what I mean? And then it's like, that begs the question, is it really a secret? At this point, what are the secrets to success? And when are people going to actively start to share them? You know what I'm saying? Because I want to figure out who really does know the secret to success. There are people out there who have achieved success, but why is it they can only start hitting you with these cliche statements? Right. And they're cliche because they've been overused. And that once again proves my point that the people who really are who people who really are the holders of the secrets are not sharing them with us. They don't want to share them with you. And that's where the illusion is actually being cast. So with that. So, I just had a nice, lovely sip of port that I've been sipping on for the entirety of this session. So, I hope you all decided to get something of your own, uh, because now we're going to turn our attention to uh, some of the early beginnings of this whole secret to success uh, topic, secret to success statements, and I'm going to present you with one of the earliest appearances of this statement. Um. Louis Pasteur, uh, born December 27th, 1822, passed away in September of 1895. Uh, Many of you milk lovers out there will be familiar with the name Pasteur as much of our milk is pasteurized and essentially that process of pasteurization allows us to actually drink cow's milk, but I digress. So Louis Pasteur, um, a very famous microbiologist and chemist, he is actually coined with more or less first coining that statement of opportunity favors the prepared but funny um the way he actually quoted it was that chance favors the prepared mind and opportunity favors the bold so chance favors the prepared mind then that sentence or that statement morphed into opportunity favors the prepared mind and then many of you are more familiar with opportunity favors the prepared. So I bring up this history, historical artifact or a historical fact, all to say we don't focus enough on how opportunity favors the prepared mind and how much that plays into our ability to achieve and move towards success. The mind, As I mentioned earlier before about being mentally prepared for obstacles, mentally prepared or mentally informed of all the different variables and the contextual elements that play into one's achievement of success, it's all rooted in the mind, right? And I think what I'm trying to really intimate here is taking stock of what you believe to be successful, taking stock of how much you want to achieve something is where it all begins. When you are mentally positioning yourself to be successful, when you have put and equipped yourself with all the tools, the mental tools, the cognitive tools, the attributes that are required in order for you to overcome and push through different challenges and different types of impediments to your ability to achieve success, That is what I think is missing from all those quotes I said earlier. All those other things spoke to like different routines, different behaviors, different tacit skills, or different types of activities one can go about accommodating in their schedule. And if you do these things, you can achieve success. But I think we've lost sight of what Louis Pasteur was speaking to when he mentioned a prepared mind. Because a lot of people who've achieved success, I don't even think they've necessarily had a prepared mind. I think they were bestowed with a lot of gifts, a lot of blessings, a lot of handouts, per se, a lot of sheer luck and systematically have been able to achieve success because they fit the archetype or they fit the character, the caricature that many of their compatriots believed denoted someone who looks like they should be successful. Now there are some who fall through the cracks. There are some who break through these pre held beliefs or these cemented ideas of what it means to be successful and who should be successful. But focusing heavily on that statement from Louis Pasteur goes on to show us that those who have a prepared mind are able to achieve success because they are able to seize an opportunity because they can identify the opportunity. Now, when your mind is not prepared and when an opportunity presents itself to you, you will not be able to achieve success. And therein is, I think, the golden nugget, right? Because this entire edition of the podcast, I was talking about success with the belief that it is, is attributed to money, lifestyle, career, entrepreneurial achievement. But success takes very, very, very many different forms. You can be successful in love. You can be successful in your relationships. You can be successful in a friendship, familial, acquaintance, platonic, whatever the case may be. There are so many varied forms of success. But in this illusion of the secret to success, so many people speak to it only about uh, vocational, vocational or career-oriented goals. It's so rooted in this finite, narrow scope. They, uh, the, the belief is that when I'm speaking to you about what it means to achieve success, I'm always gonna attribute it to you being able to accomplish some insurmountable feat. Right? They always make it sound like you have to do all you need to do is be hardworking, put your mind to it, and be consistent, and you can be successful. When there are so many people. Look at Olympians, for instance, right? The 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 top of the totem pole or the top of the mountaintop, summit, well, sorry, would be A gold medal how many gold medals are there at the olympics for each event one so does that mean that every other person who fails to get the gold is unsuccessful no right and you hear it all the time some people's dream was simply to get to the olympics so they've been successful some people's dream was to just place so they've been successful but the idea is and the idea that perpetuates and permeates throughout their entire lives is that if you're not number one if you haven't reached the mountaintop then can you really say you're successful? And when you listen to all these people who are continually talking about success, it's the people who have reached the mountaintop. Those are the people who we rely on for providing this information because we believe those are the true benefactors of success. Right? Anybody who you're gonna more or less give credit to and take the time to listen to them iterate and discuss what it means to be successful, you're gonna likely wanna see their resume. Right. Because in your mind, you can only hear about how to be successful from somebody who's achieved success. When I might have to take that back, because Louis Pasteur, when he mentioned that comment, once again, was a very, very established scientist. Right. And that's why his statement has pervaded and been able to permeate and continue in perpetuity throughout time because he achieved a great feat. He was a discoverer. He was a genius. Nobody wants to hear their local Joe Schmo talk about how he was successful in something that anybody can accomplish, because once again, that normality of something, the ubiquitous nature of it, the easily achieved, is not what people denote as success, because anybody can have that, right? So, what if anybody can have it, and how is it successful? Because I feel like society won't allow you to just settle for that success. You can settle for it. You can say you're successful. But the message that pervades all different forms of communications and media will tell you that these people have achieved success. Those successes are for the commoner. If you really want to stand out from the pack, you have to do something that only a select few have been able to achieve. And here's the secret to do so. Boom. I mean, I can go on and on about how much I've, I dislike the idea that having information to achieve success is readily available. when, Or I dislike the idea that all you need to do is simply follow these six steps. All you simply need to do is read this mantra day in, day out, and that's all there is to it. There's so much more to it. There's so many things hidden that are just not really available to the untrained eye. And that's where I really appreciate the statement from Louis Pasteur because it's all about the prepared mind. When you're able to identify some of the intangible elements that go into somebody's success, and you can more or less adapt it and mimic in your own life, that's what I believe is a secret to success. But even before then, being able to go in and define what success means to you and to hold that belief system true to your heart, and maintain it without being wavered, without being influenced by somebody else's belief system or somebody's own, somebody else's own attribution of what it means to be successful. Those are the challenges that nobody really talks about enough. Or the idea that there are going to be many times when people tell you, you are not going to be able to achieve something. Here are the steps to overcome it. Work hard, be consistent. Yeah, that's not enough those aren't enough. You can't go and expect to achieve some kind of certification by answering four basic questions, right? I don't, and I don't understand why it is people just feel like you can listen to this person tell you in an hour and a half total how to be successful and that's it. Look at the simplest things we do. Even completing a course of grade one takes 10 months. So how is it that I can go a grade 1 course sorry how is it that i can i can figure out how to be successful and achieve a massive amount of wealth with only you know 10 online courses that's not the case if i take those 10 online courses after having gone through a lifelong education of hard work stamina patience overcoming obstacles then maybe your course can push me over the edge maybe your course can give me that last little utility belt i need to tie in my life experience and translate that into success, right? Like that is the positioning I think more people need to be familiar with. Not this idea that you're simply going to be successful because you have have the secrets. If you watch my videos five times over, if you listen to this podcast five times over, you'll hear another nugget you didn't pick up on the first time. And now you'll be able to become successful even faster now because you have another key to the puzzle, See, and, and that's it. How many puzzles do you know take only five, five pieces to put together? Any puzzle worth doing is filled with thousands of pieces, right? But every secret to success you see online or in some kind of online format or in a document is not filled with a thousand pieces of information. But they're telling you this is the key to the puzzle. Well, I'm not looking for a code, a code breaker, Because there are a myriad of codes. There's no universal code breaker. So how are you going to provide me with that one code to break? But Louis Pasteur didn't talk about the code. Louis Pasteur didn't talk about looking for the code breaker or the puzzle pieces or putting it all together fast. Louis Pasteur talked about being able to have your mind prepared for the task at hand. Identifying when you see a puzzle piece, being able to identify what opportunity, what hole that piece fits into. And I don't think many of the secrets that we see online speak to that idea because I myself am still trying to find the secret to success. I myself am still trying to define what success looks like for me. I definitely know I've achieved successes in a variety part, a variety of ways in my life, throughout my life, different points in my life. But in no way am I content. And of all the research I've done online, I have yet to find any type of edification, any type of literature that stipulates in an algorithm how I can go about achieving success because it's just not true. There's no way one person can tell me how all the steps I've taken over the course of my life, they can now direct and point me into achieving my definition of success when they don't even know it. So how can one person des- decide what a secret is? No. They can provide you with a general understanding of what everybody has unanimously accepted. And that's what the True Say podcast wants to unpack. We can't unanimously accept what success means to the people who've already reached their own mountaintop. We can't unanimously just go into something blindly and believe that we now have a few nuggets of information and that's all we need. No, there's more to it, right? We all have to take stock of where we started and where we wanna go. We have to look at where we wanna go and look through the criteria, look through the decisions, look through the elements that are required to achieve and uh, arrive at that summit. And honestly, I think it would be a big mistake for me to go on and try and present you with the or you know the true say equivalent of a secret to success because i i'm not going to do that i'm no way the authority in what it means to be successful and nor can i tell you what you would look like as a success because only you can come to that determination nobody can tell you what successful is because the same way you can kind of create your own happiness the same way you can find your own definition of love, I think, is the exact same way you can find your own definition of success. And don't get me wrong. There are keys to being a good, productive member of society. There are tools and and formulas and paths you need to follow in order to achieve certain accomplishments in terms of work or um, milestones with respect to like purchasing a home, for example. But to be successful is in the Mind of the beholder and I think like Louis Pasteur said opportunity favors a prepared mind I think don't allow your mind to get boggled down by all these people who are telling you what it means to be successful I think you take the time to revisit your own life experiences look inward and come to that realization of what success means to you on your own so with that this is the ninth edition of the True Say Podcast thank you again for rocking with me And as always, see you here, same time, same place, next Thursday.